This podcast is sponsored by the Kerry Golston Ministries International, continuing the vision for end time ministry. Be sure to purchase Kerry Golston's first ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Pastor Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, health to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly in Jesus' name. Amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. I want to talk to you today just briefly. I like that. That's my son. My boy put up there 30 minutes. So that's all you get. I like that. <laughs> He's listening. You said it's going to be short. I'm going to see to it it's short. <laughs> all right. I want, to, I want to talk to you today about uh, uh, an area of ministry that we've been called to. We, and I don't just say me, if you're a part of this, we are called to the supernatural. Hallelujah. Are, are, are you ready for this? We are called to the supernatural. You cannot be afraid of raising the dead. Because that's a part of the supernatural. So if you're afraid, practice. Well, how do I practice? Is go to any funeral home. <laughs> Amen. 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 <laughs> see, see, everybody laughed at me when I talked about in the beginning, I was afraid of dead folk. Everybody laughed at me when I gave my testimony about the first funeral I did and how I'm leaning up against the box, the box behind me, and these people got it open. And I'm supposed to preach the funeral. Okay? You cannot be afraid of raising the dead if you're going to operate in the supernatural because God may call on you at any moment to do that. Amen. Amen. So, the supernatural or we'll call it a miracle. Anything that God does is supernatural because God is not natural. So it has to exceed the natural in order to be God. And that's what makes it supernatural okay now a miracle fits in that category everyone talks about oh isn't that wonderful glory to god what god did he worked a miracle so but how about being the object of the miracle that's where i want to be 
See, I, I want to be the object of the miracle. I want to be right in the midst of it. I don't want to hear about it. I want to be in it, a part of it. I want to be right there. And that's a part of the supernatural that we're called to. So that's what we have to be willing to do. So now, works of a supernatural origin and character <laughs> could not be produced by natural agents or means. Let me say that again. Works of a supernatural origin and character cannot be produced by natural agents or natural means. So if it's supernatural, it cannot be from natural means or of a natural origin. In order for it to be supernatural or a miracle, it has to come outside the realm of the natural. Hallelujah. Now, a part of the vision, the Lord spoke to me through tongues of interpretation through a minister of the gospel was, you are called, there will be opposition, but you will minister with power. Ministering with power is ministering with the supernatural. So that's why I said we are called to the supernatural. Now, it's wonderful to get an unexpected check in the mail. But do you know that's not supernatural? See, I want us to think today. See, a lot of stuff that we've called supernatural is not supernatural. It's just a favor of God. Oh, boy. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going. See, see, see. I'm looking for the supernatural. Yes, I'll receive the check in the mail. I ain't going to send it back. That's the favor of God working. But I want the supernatural to kick in. There is a difference. But many of us have relegated natural things to the supernatural. Therefore, the supernatural is not working in our lives. Because we're calling that which is not supernatural, supernatural. So therefore, we're not looking for the actual supernatural. Mm. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You, you stick around. You catch up with me in a minute. You catch up with me in a, in, in a minute. In a minute. You catch up with me. See, when someone comes and pays your rent for you because you didn't have the money, a supernatural God spoke to someone favor towards you to come and pay your rent. But paying rent is natural. That is not supernatural. That's the favor of God. And we have allowed ourselves to call that supernatural. Thus, we're not looking for the supernatural. Because we think we have it. Are you with me? All right. Praise God. See, when you're, when you're called to something, 
It's your duty to study it out, pray it out, find out what God's talking about. If this is my calling, I want to know. And I found out that I too was doing that, calling some things supernatural that really weren't supernatural. It's just a favor of God. Thank God for the favor of God. I want it working, but I want the supernatural working. If I'm called to the supernatural, I want the supernatural. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, 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 I mean, we could quit now. You, you, I mean, you already got it. You see? See? You, you have to rethink everything. See, my believing for something may not be inviting the supernatural in. It may just be my faith working. You say, well, that's supernatural. Yes, it is to a point. But again, paying your rent, paying your car note, or even getting a car that you prayed for is not supernatural. The world is doing that. That ain't supernatural. The world, they buying houses every day. Look, look talk to me now. See, the world, they buy houses every day. You call that supernatural, but you get your, oh, glory to God. God worked a miracle. I got a house. That's not a miracle. That's normal. Mm. And we're getting some gears turning. We're getting some gears turning, right? Some of them gears that are a little rusty have been working. We're getting them, getting them going, right? Amen. Amen. See, so that, that's not supernatural. Oh, thank God for it. I thank God for his favor. I thank God for him using people to bless me. But I want the supernatural. All right. Hallelujah. I told you it only take me about 20 minutes to do this. Now, hallelujah. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, I got to give you some scripture. You know we got to go to the word. 1 Corinthians chapter Let's, let's stop at 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's stop there first. On our way. Well, chapter 2, chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 4. Now, here it is. This is a scripture that you hear, you've heard me quoted frequently. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Right. First Corinthians chapter two, verse four and five. But now let's watch. Let's, go, let's back up and read it. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But in demonstration. Oh, in demonstration of the spirit and power. Talking about the supernatural. Not ordinary, not normal, not natural. No natural means. How come that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God? Uh-oh. The number one part of our vision and calling is faith. He does not want our faith to be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Our faith 
should be rooted and grounded in the supernatural. Stay there. Now I'll turn over to the 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. Okay? Now listen to this. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Notice, the manifestations of the Spirit, the outcroppings, the, the, that which comes into the natural realm, the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is a supernatural word. It is not a natural word that comes from one person to another. It is a supernatural word from God concerning the future. I'm not going to go through all of those and explain them, but I want you to know that it's a supernatural thing. To another, the word of knowledge, supernatural, by the same spirit. To another, faith, or we call it special faith, to differentiate between common, ordinary uh, uh, faith that you, to believe, but special faith, which is faith where God is doing a miracle for you. That's why we call it special faith, to separate it from ordinary, common faith that you receive by word, reading the word. All right? So to another, <clears throat> faith by the same spirit, to another the gifts of healings by the same spirit. The gifts of healings manifesting from the supernatural need no aid from the natural. If it needs aid from the natural, it is not supernatural. You say then, why do we continue to take our medication? Because you are doing an act of your faith then. But if gifts of healings is in manifestation, you won't need anything else. If a gift is in manifestation, it'll be taken care of like that. Like we had a, a testimony in Pennsylvania. And this is, I mean, hey, it was a surprise to me. That's, that's so good because you know it's not you. It's God doing it. This young lady that was there, she said that uh, her, her daughter had been diagnosed with lupus. And when we were there, I don't know how long ago it was, that we laid hands on her daughter and prayed for her daughter for the lupus because that's what the mother was told. Well, she gave a report yesterday, a testimony, that when she, the last time she went to the doctor, they did their, their normal blood work, and there's no sign of lupus. It's gone. And lupus don't just go away. It's gone. So that was a work of the supernatural without the aid of man. I didn't even know it. I wasn't in God's way. I just laid hands on her and prayed like the word says to do. And then the supernatural took over. No assistance from the natural. All right? So, to another, <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another, the working of miracles. 
Remember, special faith is God working a miracle for you. Working a miracles is God working a miracle through you. You got to do something with it. All right? To another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he the spirit wills. Hallelujah. All of these are supernatural. So when he said, I'm called, there will be opposition, but I will minister with power. He's talking about this kind of power, supernatural power that comes from God with no aid from a man. No aid from natural origin. That's what I have to believe. That's what I have to believe. Now, hallelujah. Turn to Galatians, please. Galatians chapter 3. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3, verse 5. Now, you remember my testimony of laying hands on people and them being filled with the Spirit and speaking with other tongues? Thank you, Jesus. And then I, I spoke to you briefly about when that occurred, when the Lord wanted me to shake hands with Brother Kenneth Hagin. And then some months later, as I was praying in the spirit, the spirit of God said, when you shook hands with him, some of the same anointing that's on him got on you so that when you lay hands on people to be filled with the spirit, they will be filled and they will speak if they believe it. If they believe it. Did you know you have to know what you believe? Did you know that just believing is not enough? You have to believe specific things in specific instances. If you want to be healed of something, you have to believe something specifically. You can't just believe that, well, I believe Jesus is Lord. That will not help you if you need to be healed. Well, I believe, I believe that, the, that the Holy Ghost is the, is, is the guide and the leader. That's true, and that's correct, but that won't help you if you need a financial blessing. You have to believe specifically for what it is that you're seeking. So you have to adjust your believing to what it is that you need. Hallelujah. So when, uh, when the Lord spoke to me and said to some of the same anointing that's one Brother Hagin got on me, so that when I lay hands on, the, on people to be filled with the Spirit, they will be filled and they will speak if they believe it. Well, Brother Hagin has told this story thousands of times that I've heard it about him uh, going to the throne of God and, and he had to kneel before Jesus and Jesus told him to stretch forth his hands and he put the finger of his right hand in each of the palm of Brother Hagin's hands. And he said to Brother Hagin, I've given you a special anointing to heal the sick. A special anointing to heal the sick. 
a special anointing to heal the sick. And then he went further to say, on another visitation with the Lord, the Lord said to him, I've given you a ministry of laying on of hands. Now, I've been listening to this man for years and I miss this. That's why I told, that's why I said to you, you need to tape every week because you don't hear everything. I've been listening to Brother Hagin for 15 years. I could quote his stories right along with him. As he's telling them, I could tell them. And I miss this. He said on one of those other visitations, the Lord Jesus Christ said to him, I've given you a ministry of laying on of hands. He didn't do anything when he told him. He did it the first time he laid hands on him, touched the palms of his hands with his finger, and said, I've given you a special anointing to heal the sick. At the same time, he gave him a ministry of laying on of hands. But he did not tell him then. Oh, glory to God. That's why you got to keep listening, see? He said, Jesus said to him, I've given you a ministry of laying on of hands. And in a ministry of laying on of hands, whatever the person needs when hands are laid upon them can be imparted to them. It's not just specific to being filled with the spirit or being healed. It could be just to be blessed. Because he has a ministry of laying on of hands. Now, where's my time? Oh, I got to talk a little faster. Okay. Now, my challenge was, okay, Lord, you told me about people being filled with the Spirit and speaking. But what else is going on? And he takes you right back to where he started you from. I said, I've given you a cutting-edge ministry. Not all will accept you. Some will even reject you. But you say what I told you to say, and you do what I tell you to do. You are called. There will be opposition, but you will minister with power. Hmm. Minister with power. And I said, okay, we know about the power gifts. Special faith, working of miracles, and gifts of healings. So I will minister with power in those areas. But don't forget, shaking hands with Brother Hagen was the same as Brother Hagen laying hands on me. But he didn't tell me what he was doing when he did it. Just like he didn't tell Brother Hagen what he was doing when he did it. Because he wasn't ready for it at the time. But later on, by and by, he became ready for it. 
to handle it. So just like in the case of Saul, when Ananias went to lay hands on him, he told Ananias, go lay hands on him, and he received his sight. And then when he got there, Ananias laid hands on him, he received his sight and was filled with the Holy Ghost. So why did he do the rest? Because Ananias told, him, told Saul, I've come to do what the Lord told me to do, to lay hands on you, to receive your sight, and to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And that's what happened. So apparently, more was imparted to Ananias than what was written in the book. Hallelujah. Oh, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Okay, okay. So the, uh, in Galatians 3, the fifth verse, listen to this. Oh, my God, this is outstanding. Listen to this. He, therefore, that ministereth to you the spirit and 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 worketh miracles among you. He that ministers the spirit to you and works miracles among you. He put them together. So, so when he said to me, when you lay hands on people to be filled with the spirit, they will be filled and they will speak with other tongues. He wasn't finished. And he didn't have to say it. I had to read it. Because he already said it. So, you will minister with power. And I'm waiting. Okay, Lord, you promised me the power. Where be the power? Read the book. Read the book. Read the book. See, we wait for an answer or a word from heaven. And the words already come from heaven. He doesn't change. What he said, he said. So he said it. It's right here. It's written. It said, he therefore that ministered to you the spirit, what I say to you, he said, when you lay hands on people, they will be filled with the spirit and they will speak with other tongues. If they will believe you. He therefore that ministers to you the spirit, that's ministering the spirit to people. And works miracles among you. You will minister with power. He already said it. He already said it. See, we, we, we think we're waiting on God. He's waiting on us. He's waiting on us to act on what he said. That's why I laid hands on folks last week. That's why I laid hands on folks this week. Because faith without works is dead. Even though he already gave you the power, the ability, the anointing, until you do something with it. Oh, glory to God. Absolutely nothing will happen 
It's laying there dormant. That's why Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift that's in you by the putting on of my hands. I lay my hands on you to stir up the gift that God already put in there. You waiting for God to give you a gift. He already gave it to you. It's already there, but you got to act on what he's given to you. Mm -mm -mm. Hallelujah. I got, I got a couple of minutes. Now, having said that, let's go back to the supernatural. What does this mean to, to us? Especially, what does it mean to me? It means to me the supernatural, the miracle, the first miracle that Jesus did. Remember it says, and this first miracle Jesus did in Cana of Galilee, he turned the water into wine. That's not a natural thing. Everybody ain't out there turning water into wine. Amen. They might mix a little water with it and stretch it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I think some of you have been to some of them parties. They put a little water in that boy, stretch it out. They want to buy another jug, you know. <laughs> But anyway, see, it's not the natural. It's not natural means. It's the supernatural involved. He turned water to wine. But he needed man's permission and man's participation. He told them to go get the water, fill the water pots. How come he didn't do it? Glory See, so he turned the water to wine. That's supernatural. Because, I mean, you don't open your faucet and fill up a glass with water and it turned to wine. Man can't do that. That's supernatural. Not somebody paying your electric bill for you. I want to differentiate between the supernatural and what we've been calling the supernatural. Okay? Second thing. Uh... Well, first thing, actually, the virgin birth. And you all done that? That's supernatural. Hey, man, you try that, ain't going to believe you. No, no, no. You've been doing something with somebody somewhere raised up. Hey, man. Amen. All right. So, so that now that's supernatural. That's not natural. But now, if you had a hysterectomy and all of your equipment was removed, and then you give birth, now that's supernatural. I don't care if a brother was involved. That's supernatural. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> see, see, that's what I'm talking about. 
That's the supernatural I'm talking about. Oh, you've already been to the doctor. And he says, it's impossible. You cannot bear children anymore. And God said, don't discount me. I work the supernatural. If you believe. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, next thing. Jesus walked on water. Like I say, don't hurt yourself. Just try it in your bathtub. <laughs> just try it. Just try it in your bathtub, you know? Just put about three, four inches in there and see if you can walk on the water. Now, if you walk, that's supernatural. Anybody can get in the tub. But if you see, I'm talking about differentiating the supernatural from the natural. And we must do that. Okay? Jesus fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. Some of y'all got two fish for dinner and you got to fight. Everybody trying to get your piece of fish. <laughs> and he fed 5,000 with two fish and five loaves. That's supernatural. That's not a normal thing. That doesn't just happen in the natural. Man can't do that. You can't take a piece of bread and, and break it and give her a piece and break another big piece and give her and just keep going. You got one piece of bread, you're going to run out. But if the supernatural is in play, you can feed everybody in here with that one loaf of bread. That's the difference in the supernatural that we're talking about. And we must believe that because as Jesus said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And I want to close with this. Something else I've been listening to for years. The, the stories and testimonies of Smith Wigglesworth. And Smith Wigglesworth was called the Apostle of Faith. I heard a commentator say about Smith Wigglesworth that Smith Wigglesworth had the faith to produce miracles. And I thought about that thing. He had the faith to produce miracles. And then I remembered something that he used to always say himself. You know, I read it. I mean, I wasn't around. Okay, I read it. He used to always say, if the spirit isn't moving, I move him with my faith. Hmm. But I say, hmm. That's important. That's important. But I'm going to leave that for another time. We'll get into that. Because I believe that my faith will grow in that area as I continue to talk about it and to preach it, because faith comes by hearing. And it will cause it to manifest in a greater way than it has in the past. Amen? All right. Praise the Lord. Sister Barbara, praise God.
Praise God. Praise God. God is on time all the time. He's just a boobaloo, but that's what he is. He's a piece of sweet piece of sugar. And you know, God is faithful. In my reading time in the morning, sometime I got Kevin Hagen's faith food. I got all of them. September. I mean, got winter, summer, more over it. And you ain't, you won't believe what I say, but you ain't gonna believe what I say. I read this morning. I said, you know, Lord, if you want me to read this today, I just want to. I, I'm, I'm gonna take it to church. I believe you want something. Got something done with this. He put in the briefcase. Put in my briefcase. Faith is an act. January 26th. Let me read what it says. But he ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Some people have such a struggle. They say they are trying to give faith. Or unless they are trying to believe. But all that is necessary is just to act in the word of God. He said, I use the phrase acting on God's word rather than having faith or believing because that's exactly what faith is. Someone once said, Remus T. Ricky, a man mighty used of God, in a healing ministry in years gone by, what is faith? Ricky asked, Ricky replied, faith is just acting on God's word. Smith Witherburn, Smith Witherburn, would say, faith is an act. That's what faith is, acting on God's word. Now, that ain't just what the Holy Ghost has got finished saying. You got to act on what God said. If God said, do it, just do it. You ain't doing nothing. If the anointing ain't upon you, go sit down. Because the anointing that breaks the yoke. And if you act on what God said, God said he supply all your needs according to it, act on that. If God said lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, act on that. Because you'll never be able to know what's going to work if you don't act on that. So now, if God ain't trying to tell us something, hello, and it's a day's date. Because I read this book for the day's date. Summertime, wintertime, whatever time. So, it is, and I mean, I read up to February, the, I think I read up to February the 4th. Because it was, it just kept going on and on, telling you, this is what you got to do. You can't just sit and say, I think it's going to work. It's that's God's business for it to work. That's God's business. See, like I tell people, when I lay hands on people and I pray about sickness, I say, okay, God, I'm just an instrument that He's using. And this is why people get scared to lay hands on people or do things or whatever, because you think you got to do something. You ain't got to do nothing. You got to act on his word. You got to say his word when you're doing it because God said he, his word will not come back to him void. And he's going to back up his own word. He ain't backing up my word. 
He's backing up your word. He's backing up his word. That's why you hear me always say, when someone may call me, or someone want to talk to me, I say, bring your Bible. Because I don't know what to say without the word. If you call me as a person, I tell you, he said, I want questions about, have your Bible at the phone. Because I'm going with the word. I ain't going nothing else. And nothing else matters. Amen? So if you don't act on his word, no, do what he say, do. When I lay here, that's okay now. When I feel the press, I say, go to Mark 11, 24. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, if you believe that you receive it, you got it. Ain't what I believe. Ain't what pastor believes. What you believe? That you walk out here and say, I believe that I receive? Guess what? You got it. Amen? So we got we to really get ourselves together and get with the word and do what the word says do. Be a do of the word and not a hearer only. Amen? So when we get ready, get ready to go out there to that world out there with that equipment and vandalizing the street and getting these people healed, you got to know what you're doing. So you got to study to show yourself a proof. Work when we not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word. Use the word on people. Do what you got to do. Know what it is to go out there and talk what you got to talk and say what God said. Because that equipment that's coming in here is not just for certain people. It's for everybody got to get in the field. Amen? So be ready. I mean, get, start studying. Let's get together. Let's find out what we got to do to get these people uh, uh, for Jesus Christ. Amen? You know, we're going to call ourselves some soul snatchers, soul winners. We're going to do a snatch. We're going to take it back. We're going to take it back. The devil had it too long in Harlem. We're going to take it back. It's not his. If you go out there knowing, I'm taking back. That's my harvest. And you can say that's God's children. We're taking them back home. Come on back home, children. I don't care if you're coming in drunk, scratching, high. You're still God's child. Amen? So you got to know that. You got to let them know that no matter what you, what condition you're in, you are the child of God when you turn your life over to God. God will clean you up. And don't let people feel bad or make them feel bad because they high or they will come in drunk. Just don't bring the bottle with you. Because when you leave here, you're going to get sober. Amen? We've seen that happen here too. Amen? Okay. And on that note, with eyes closed <laughs> and heads bowed, praise God, you can't get nothing done without Jesus Christ. Amen? And we want to know that we're not going to take it for granted. Everybody in here is saved. And if you want to have the power and to do the things that God has called you to do, because he didn't save you for such a time as now, just to let you do what you want to do. He saved you to be a workman in the vineyard for him. Amen? So you're going to have to be born again, Holy Ghost filled, God friend men and women to go into the battlefield to do what God has called us to do at this end time. I'm going to give you four invitations. One is to get born again. The second one is to come back to Christ if you've been out there fooling around and ain't been doing what he called you to do. The third one is to get filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues. And the fourth one is to find a home church where you can get fed and grow up and be able to go out there in the battlefield. Amen? Where the Holy Spirit designs here. You have the first Holy Spirit is the first and the foremost person here. Amen? Hallelujah. So if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and, and Savior, this is your opportunity. Hallelujah. Because you must come to the Father, you got to come through the Son. Amen? Now repeat after me, if those who 
want to get born again or anybody just be peaceful the simple fact that anybody feel welcome that they can do it with everybody else amen dear lord jesus come into my heart i want to make you lord of my life i believe you are the son of god and that you rose again and father god i believe your son is the one that can clean my sins because he's the only one that died for me. Jesus, forgive me for all my sins. From this day forward, I want to be your child. I want to be in your kingdom. And the word says, I must be born again. And from this day forward, I want to make you Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. I am saved. And if you said that prayer for the first time and you mean it from your heart, just raise your hand. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You may put your hand down. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you receive something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.